0: Welcome to Dig It. This is the speaker. I hope you're all having a beautiful morning. I think we are. A lot of good things have happened in the last oh, half an hour. Some big takedowns, and there's uh, definitely a new energy in the air. Uh, I'm here with my two lovely ladies, the Sharp Edge and Cory Lynn. Of course, Diggs, how are you goes, doing?
1: I smell justice in the air. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, did, I didn't know where that was going. Was
2: like, <laughs> there's, there's, been some, there's been some good things this week. We got some good things to roll out, and and then I want to I want to talk about my report a little bit, and we got all kinds of good stuff. So,
0: yeah, and we're going to talk a little bit about Hong Kong about this Chaz takedown. There's definitely definitely a new new energy in the air. So oh, let's yeah. let, let's roll out like just straight away oh first i want to thank everyone for sending us wishes last week for our one year this is like a big deal for us yeah so thank you all we appreciate the support and you following us i mean we wouldn't we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for any of you so we appreciate that so let's roll into it edge
2: Take all a right, right. start big. out with a big boom
1: The big boom this week is Ghislaine Maxwell, Epstein's partner in this child sex trafficking ring. She was arrested Thursday morning in a small town. Yeah, small town Bradford. In in what? (laughs) Bradford, New Hampshire. Bradford, New Hampshire is where they found her. They said they've been keeping tabs on her for some time now, but they were ready to move. And uh, she's going to be held in the same prison where Epstein didn't kill himself. MCC. Yeah.
0: I don't, I don't know how good of an idea that is.
1: I'm not. We're, I'm not sure about that either myself. <laughs> so uh, I feel like a new hashtag might be down the road. I hope not, but <laughs> anyways. <laughs> um, so she's being prosecuted by the Southern District of New York. That's, by the way, the same district where U.S. Attorney Berman. Led the Epstein case and was just recently fired by Attorney General Barr. So I think for mishandling certain cases. Now the prosecutors in the press conference about Ghislaine Maxwell uh, this week, they were asked about that if the Berman firing had anything to do with this this Ghislaine Maxwell case. They said no, but I do find that interesting. That very that timing very interesting doesn't seem like coincidence either you know when Berman was fired uh, you know Comey and Eric Holder and all the Democrats were all up in arms and outraged and so it seems to me like that was obviously a good move and I don't know if it has any relation to this but the timing is interesting on that so anyways back to Maxwell Um, she's been charged with six counts including conspiracy to entice minors enticement of minors conspiracy to transport minors, transporting minors, and perjury. Now, the girls referenced in the indictment were as young as 14, and the indictments referenced occurred between 1994 uh, and 97. Now, the timing is important on this because um, it does not overlap with the timing of Epstein's indictment, which um, referred to a time frame between 2002 and 2005, And uh, since it is conspiracy, there are several others involved, which means that, according to Technofog, we should be expecting other arrests likely coming in the future.
2: That would be lovely.
1: Yeah. Now, they were asked in the press conference, the U.S. attorney was asked if Prince Andrew was expected to make an appearance. And she said uh, U.S. Attorney General Strauss, uh, not Attorney General, U.S. Attorney, um, Strauss said something to the effect of, we would invite Prince Andrew to come. We would like him to make a statement. Right. So
2: I saw that. I caught part of that press conference.
1: Right. So we'll see what happens there. Um, you know, these things took place in the New York mansion in, from the Ghislaine Maxwell indictment. They took place in the New York mansion, the Palm Beach home, Zora Ranch, and Ghislaine Maxwell's London home. That home, the London home, is allegedly where that famous picture of Ghislaine Maxwell, Prince Andrew, and Virginia Roberts Jeffrey were was taken. So, it may have some overlap here uh, with with Prince Andrew. I uh, would imagine. Things
0: well, are let, up. Let's see if he comes and testifies, which he won't. He'll hide away in his little corner in the UK.
1: Oh, I'm sure oh. he will. I'm sure oh. he will.
0: But this, like today, today, there's been a lot of news like that. Um, I think Britain just uh, launched an operation that caught 700 predators. I think. Um,
2: well, they were, they were criminals, um, everything from like uh, drugs to money laundering, and I don't know how many in there. I, I just read a quick article on it. I didn't get a chance to read the whole thing. Were you yeah, seeing predators in there as well?
0: Yeah, because they all dropped in the last hour. So. Yeah. <laughs> I
2: know. I know. Everything. It was just boom, boom, boom. Yeah, Crazy. And,
0: and also the Senate committee advances a bill targeting online child sex abuse. That just dropped. Um, yeah. it, it seems like some sort of floodgates opened.
1: It and does. You guys are working now, on a
2: piece on Hive Mind right now too, right?
1: We are. We were just actually talking about. <clears throat> we wanted to have a conversation and kind of break down, um, elite and their affinity towards pedophilia and some of the reasons why and so we kind of broke broke it down into four different major groups and one of them being you know where we referenced you know Epstein and Ghislaine um in that that group of elite pedophiles who use it for blackmail purposes and are connected to intelligence communities and so we get into that so look out for that on Hive Mind. um We'll be publishing that, I think, this week, right, Speaker?
0: Yeah, it should be in a couple of days. right?
1: <laughs> Cool. Um, I did want to mention one other thing, Corey, that you had brought to my attention that links to this Ghislaine Maxwell case, and that is that also this week, just prior to the arrest of Ghislaine Maxwell, a federal judge ruled that Virginia Roberts Jeffrey must destroy files they obtained on Epstein. And these files were from a 2015 civil suit containing containing names of Epstein's associates. And the judge ruled that Jeffrey's attorney had obtained obtained those documents improperly, so I'm not really sure how this relates. If maybe they want these documents destroyed so that there's not any kind of um, conflict with this this prosecution of Ghislaine Maxwell, I'm not really sure if they're connected at all. Um, but that's just uh, something important side note, I, I guess.
2: Yeah, I'm going to have to ponder that one a bit because I had just come across that about the same time, and I hadn't even finished reading the article when I sent that to you. I'm like, wait, there's a twist. This happened yesterday.
0: <laughs> this always right. a <odd> twist.
2: <clears throat> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, then we also just had uh, the feds just arrested ringleader of uh, Antifa, what they're calling—they're referring to him as a ringleader on Fox News—but an attack on Andrew Jackson statue by the White House. So it's Jason Charter, and he was arrested <clears throat> at his residence uh, Thursday morning. And you, you, we know that you know Trump just signed the executive order about destroying the monuments and whatnot. So this should get interesting because this isn't the police; this is the feds, and. Uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, isn't Jason Charter the one who was harassing journalists and one of the ones taunting um, Jack uh, the whole way out of the event? Remember that whole, like, 30-minute ordeal that he had to go through with a handful of those guys trying to take his phone and pushing them? And that was crazy. Right. Yeah, so he was just... uh, he was just arrested, uh, so we'll see what comes of that. But speaking of monuments, if um, I'm sure everyone's heard by now, but the Homeland Security has a task force now for protecting monuments and statues across the country. So what's interesting is that will probably have a big impact on tapering down the uh, Antifa or BLM or rioters or punks and thugs from going and trying to destroy those or dismantle those. But at the same time, you've got mayors across the country that are like willingly removing these now. Now, some of them are actually removing them into some historic location where they're still there, but they're taking them, you know, out from the public eye, I guess. So then we have, uh, uh, oh, and by the way, if you go into, uh, I can put the link under here, but if you go into Wikipedia, there is an ongoing list of statues and monuments that have been removed since these George Floyd protests have started. And it is long. It, it's like, I didn't even realize that there were that many because, you know, we'll hear them like every day. It's a different one or some craziness going on. That list is long. So
1: then, yeah, did, you, it's sickening. Did,
2: did you guys see the uh, the New York Times targeting Mount Rushmore, which we all knew that was coming? Of course it was but coming. It's, it's comical. Right. They, say, they put out a tweet and say, Mount Rushmore was built on land that belonged to the Lakota tribe and sculpted by a man who had strong bonds with the Ku Klux Klan. It features the faces of two U.S. presidents who were slaveholders. So... What are they going to do? What, do they think they're going to go set up explosives and blow up Mount Rushmore? I mean, it's, it's I don't know the exact dimensions, but that bad boy's huge.
1: This is insane. I mean, you you look at, um, say, for example, what, you know, radical Muslims have done in... Um, to historic sites in the Middle East and it's the same sort of mentality where y- you know if you don't agree with the history you have to destroy it instead right. of just acknowledging this is history this is what happened in the past and you keep it and preserve it so that you don't repeat it if you don't agree with it but this idea of destroying anything that you don't agree with the thing is that with with these progressives these radical, progressives who are really marxists is that there there is no pleasing them they are progressive that's the point is that you give them one thing they want 10 more it right. never ends and it exactly. will never
0: end well, I, okay. I i i talked about this in podcasts that we did yesterday as well that there's, there's some things uh, that either it's written or there's monuments or stuff like that that make us uncomfortable, and it's not that they're there because you know they all make us feel good, and you know there's there, these people were amazing people with no flaws, but they're there to either teach us something and to learn, and you can objectively look at it without breaking it
2: right, right. Well, and so Saturday on the 4th of July, Trump's going to be at Mount Rushmore and there's going to be flyovers and I believe fireworks and a whole big shindig going on there, right? I think so. Yeah. I would love, so. to, I would love to be there. <laughs> Certainly there I, will be a lot of security. I know that would be a blast.
0: I, I, yeah, but I don't think it will be as massive as it probably would have been if it wasn't for this COVID stuff going on. I think it will be a bit of a minimum crowd. So don't don't, don't be uh, disheartened by that. I just, But the internet numbers will be huge.
1: Yeah. I'll be watching yeah. for sure.
0: Yeah, internet numbers will be massive.
2: <laughs> Did you guys see the photos of... Um, I just dropped them in a DM so you can look at them in if you want. But the photos in New York from yesterday of a lightning storm that was creating this really... Bizarre, like halo effect. It looked like a tunnel of light coming down over the buildings.
0: I'm looking yeah. at that. Very. Isn't cool. that
2: crazy?
0: I told you, there's a different energy in there. You see that video I sent you about China? That noise going on. That yeah, the like crazy that shit crazy. going on, man.
1: It is, is really very, very strange. Some some of these. Sub- supposedly natural events i'm not sure but you remember the the dan savino um tweet and this was maybe a week or two ago too where it was a very strange lightning strike it looked like a three-pronged fork i've never seen a lightning strike like this it looked surreal do you guys remember that as well i don't think i saw that one
0: yeah i saw that
2: but
1: this (laughs) one
2: uh, Heather Childers posted this and she said this is not a filter, it is not edited at all, it's just like a straight shot from their high up cameras, you know, that happened to catch this um, lightning storm and it was just creating like this huge band of light shooting up into the sky, it's really quite quite cool it, looking. It,
0: it's like perfectly cylindrical.
2: I mm. know. And it Very encompasses weird. several buildings. I mean, like the halo part of it, you can see like the lightning down the center of it, but wild. Yeah, Very cool. So- we are
1: living <laughs> in some interesting times. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Definitely.
1: So Not Seattle. to mention all the earthquakes, too, lately.
0: Oh, has there been a lot?
1: Yeah, there I mean, have I been. That. There have been. Yeah.
0: yeah. We don't get many earthquakes down there, so.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh,
2: before I forget, speaker, I want to ask you.
1: Mm-hmm. I just
2: saw this yesterday. Now this is in uh southern Australia. Hang yeah. on. I think it was southern with the smoking thing. Wasn't that southern Australia? Or Am I remembering wrong?
0: South, South Australia.
2: South Australia, right? That's, that's Where the they, they 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 ban blah blah blah. They banned all cigarettes and smoking. Well, I
0: didn't say that. Where was this?
2: Hang on. Let me find it and make sure I don't have this backwards. I was up very late. <laughs> I was catching up on it, news it, and it, stuff it, today.
0: It's, it's probably Austria.
2: No. Was it? <laughs> no. Hang on. No. I'm just,
0: thinking, <laughs> I'm just saying on. there's a chance. I'm it depends how late it. you're up.
2: I was tweeting a lot of stuff because I was trying to catch up on the news before today. And uh, I had, as you guys know, I thought it was about 300 at first, but it turns out it's over 700 emails that were like stuffed in my dang server that never pushed out to me. So I spent, oh my gosh, like 10 hours yesterday going through emails and trying to respond. And I feel terrible because there were, you know, a handful of people that had had difficulties with um, my bookshop. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is a month old. They're going to think I just completely blew them off. Shoot, I can't find it. I could have sworn that it was in Australia, though, where they were banning. Okay, wait. No, my bad. (laughs) It was South Africa, not Australia. Okay, never mind.
0: Oh, come on. It was crazy. Corey. Corey.
2: had this three months into a ban sale of cigarettes and other tobacco products. I mean, it's just fine games, you know? Like, you put people in, obviously, people who smoke, you take that away, and you just cut them off cold, and the the stress level goes way up. And it's just all these tactics. So, yeah, Africa, not Australia. (laughs) 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 All right, well, let's move on to Chaz. Chaz Chop Shop. Okay. Finally. Wasn't that brilliant to see a frickin' force going through there?
0: Uh, Only after about three weeks. Bad time, Mm -hmm. Jimmy.
1: Yeah, finally.
0: Yeah, uh, after, what, two murders, one in critical condition, countless rapes, robberies, destruction of property and businesses, lawsuits coming from those businesses, and only when they decide to march on a house, this bitch decides to act.
1: I was just going to say that. I was just going to say that it was only after they marched to her house. She claimed it was after, you know, the, the two teenagers who had recently been shot. Uh, did one of them die? Uh, I, I, one- there's,
2: a, there's a total of either three or four deaths. I believe two teenagers did die. But prior to that, there was definitely one that had died and one that was injured. Uh, there might be as many as four.
1: Right, and so you know, she's over here taking photo ops in the garden and talking about how peaceful mm-hmm. it is. She's tweeting to to the president, "Oh, don't worry about us. You know, this this is how peaceful protests look. Everything's fine." This and then,
0: don't don't be scared of democracy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And,
1: and then, you know, people end up dying, of course, which was predicted by anybody with a brain cell. And then she, she still didn't act. And it only took until, you know, finally some people marched to her house that she decided, okay, time to shut it down. Isn't it funny how um, these these things are all fun and games until it really hits their doorstep? Well, it's
2: kind of like in Minneapolis how the morons, uh, what were they? The city council, isn't it? The city council members, how the ones who wanted to disband the police. And then next thing you know, they're getting threats and stuff and they're all concerned. So they pay to bring in private security. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's, all, it's always the case. It's, oh. it's so st- – I, I don't know what runs through their head. It was like that police officer that made a video the other day saying that, you know, this is a place that they wanted to defund the police, and then they called in the police to help them protest to protect them. And he's like, yep. what – it's like, this is not a joke. Like, this, seriously, they did or, that.
2: Or the like, officer, seriously. was it in New Jersey or New York? The, who was the police officer? I think everyone, that was the best video. It was like 20 seconds where he's sitting in his car. And he's like, so I get a call that I need to go be, for a protest. I need to show up to work, you know, for a protest um, to... Uh, defund the police. That's what, that's what I just said. <laughs> that's uh, what he was just talking
1: about. <laughs> oh, okay, okay.
2: <laughs> Okay, I thought when you said that I thought you were talking about the event in Connecticut. That,
0: that was so funny, Corey. We're keeping that in because I was like, is she gonna keep like just repeat what I just said?
2: <laughs> so when you, said that, you said you wanted someone to protect him. I was envisioning the guy that was calling on, like, hiding behind the police uh, over at um, Connecticut when ca- the you, old you, men were out there defending you, the statue. You
0: crack me up. We're leaving that in. It's Sorry, funny, it's funny Sorry. stuff. <laughs> Funny stuff, Corey.
2: So, <laughs> no, but listen to this. Listen to this tweet. Um, Durkin. She says, this was on July 1st. She says, for weeks, we have had incredibly peaceful demonstrations on Capitol Hill. Thousands of individuals came together to call for change, and their message has been heard loud and clear Black Lives Matter. We must continue to live up to this moment in our nation's history. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, oh, yeah. these people can't, you know, there's so much video footage out there of gunshots going off several nights there of fighting and just chaos, and they've completely destroyed and graffitied everything on every block down there. But yes, peaceful demonstrations.
0: Oh, there, there, there is huge blood on that woman's hands and not like how they wanna throw it at Trump and everything he does this is actually extreme neglect of her.
1: It is. And I think that they are leaving themselves up to prosecution for it. Um, you know, if, because, because of the extreme negligence, um, you know, when the feds have to step in and, and do their job for them, uh, it's ridiculous. You know, one good, good thing that came, um, after one of these BLM protests went wrong, it was, uh, in Utah, um, a guy pulled a gun on a, a driver and and shot at him. I think the the the, dri- the I think it was a passenger that was shot. Uh, mm-hmm. They survived. They're okay, but the guy was ID'd. His name's Jesse yep. Taggart. Uh, he's a BLM activist, um, and I believe they 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 got him. So um, it's yeah, no, that a good
2: was thing. quick too. I mean, it's that drowned. was like, in twenty four hours, wasn't it? It's it's
0: it's it's an interesting turn uh, that I've noticed over the last couple of days. Um, like well, like look at that couple that came out of their house to defend their property. The news once again not showing that it's in a private estate. Um, there's there's a lot of these events happening that are, are either waking a lot of people up. And there was there's actually a few corporations in uh, the UK. Um, that revolves around the soccer industry there. That are uh, real hesitant about endorsing Black Lives Matters now, because well, their their terminology that they used is that it's been uh, infiltrated. It's, it's not. It's it's always been this way. But you're just now seeing they're,
2: they're just recruiting happening. innocence is what's happening. Yeah, it's exactly. Not that it was but, infiltrated.
0: But now, right. now now you're seeing the head of the snake though. They're right. they're getting more brazen. They're getting more. And it's it's not going to go down. And mm-hmm. I it, like in a way this is good because you start seeing past that illusion of what this movement actually is. I mean, it, it's a Marxist organization,
1: and it's anything right. but pre- peaceful um, at its roots. And you know when when we have the head of of it, um, or at least one uh, part of 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 it, um, saying that if we don't get what we want, we're going to burn the whole system down. And when you have you know co-founders saying you know we are we are trained Marxists, um, then y- you really can't question what their ideology is. They've told you. They've told if, you.
0: If, if, even in their original mission statement, one of the things that they were saying is that they wanted the, the destruction of the nuclear family.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: It, it's it's right. Not, it's right there it's not, it's not these things and, are hard to find yeah
2: and, and yet corporations left and right i mean you can't get away from it you turn on the tv you are online you're getting flooded with emails or pop-up windows of every organization and corporation storefront retail places hammering you with we care about Black Lives Matter. We stand with them, and we're going to donate to this, and we're going to now do this, and it's, like, so flooded and in your face.
0: Mm-hmm. But it's pandering, and it's 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 to a stage where it, it's a lot about money now, especially for these corporations. I mean, one fast food chain sees McDonald's do it, and they're like, shit, we better do it. Do you know what I mean? And it all starts, like, flooding down the pipe chain that way but a lot of it's got to do with money and trying to play to their basis they don't understand that you know if these people raise and gain any more power these corporations are the first ones to get burnt down
1: Right. Yeah. They're gonna they don't have any loyalty to these corporations or to capitalism in general. But these corporations, they feel like, okay, look, we've got to make a move, otherwise this cancel culture, the mob rule, is going to stop buying our products. So we have to take <laughs> a stand on it because apparently now you can't be silent because silence is consent. Well so- a
2: lot of them are just hooked in with the corruption overall and they know the game and this they're playing their role in it, like Ben and Jerry who wheels their trucks in to Chaz and is handing out free ice cream. And there were other places that were doing that as well, feeding these people, you know? So never buy Ben and Jerry's again.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, don't. I'm I'm not saying all corporations. There's there's corporations out there that are Marxists themselves.
2: Yeah. (sighs) But like the smaller ones, the more local ones where you, you get an email from your local little store or yoga studio or something, and they're all trying to be part of it and, you know, be included in this whole new wave movement going through. It's they're woke. the ones who are making it worse because they're just blind to, blindly following along without realizing what they're doing. Yeah.
0: And, and look, it's infiltrated so many things. Like I was at my brother's the other week and we we're playing a game. And as soon as we turned on the game, boom, Black Lives Matter is right on the loading screen. Like bloody, mm-hmm. out, I just want to play game.
2: Oh, oh and yeah. are they talking like in the NBA or something? They're wanting to paint that on the basketball courts now or something. Yeah, That's there was actually
0: there's actually a good video. I'm 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 not very familiar with basketball. It's not really my sport. But um I saw I saw a good video today of this basketball announcer really calling out Black Lives Matter. So I was really surprised and impressed because it does seem like he's got a bit of a following and seems to be on one of their ESPN channels. I think it was that network. But it was actually really surprising. He called him out. He called out the mission statements for Black Lives Matter. Um, it, yeah, it was really impressive, so...
1: You got to commend well, yeah. those people that are that are brave enough to go against the the mob rule like the the one girl soccer player who stood uh yeah. for the anthem when they all the rest kneeled. You know, yeah. that's what we need. Even if it even if it's Absolutely. just one, we need those brave people to stand up.
0: Mm, so powerful.
2: That's right. That's right. And that's what I was getting into with my report um oh. Sorry, (laughs) it was a late night. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Uh, Let's get real before real gets us. And I won't go into huge detail. I'll put the link under here. But just like a few bullet points I want to point out before we discuss, you know, why this is so important. One of the things that I just thought was comical was, you know how Trump kept tweeting out saying that all these riots and anarchists and every, you know, the violence that's taking place across the cities are all in democratic cities. So Washington Post comes out to do a rebuttal on that, which was hysterical because I don't know if you guys saw that, but it was hysterical because they literally made the case for him. It was that bad. I mean, they even had their little graph charts. They're like, well, this is not true. They are not all. You have two of the states have uh, two Republican mayors, and one's an independent, and then they show the top, 20 most violent cities and 19 out of 20 are Democrats. So he 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 was off by one, but it really made them look, I was just, I was actually quite shocked that they even attempted to do a rebuttal on that. But, but that's the reality of this 19 out of 20 of the most violent cities are democratic cities. So, then we have and this is the kind of crap they pull behind the scenes so basically the let's get real before real gets us i'm i'm kind of showing what's the reality of the magnitude of the situation and where we're at between the, the riots and the psychological warfare and the COVID and the attempted trying to force back lockdowns and why it is so important we stand. And while this is going on, we've got these sneaky bastards trying to put things through, such as the Democrats passing a bill through the house, trying to make the district of Columbia, the 51st state. Now this isn't going to fly through the Senate. But that would have allowed them to get two more Democrat senators plus one congressman, control the police force. And if you look at the map of how that would have mapped out, essentially all three sides going out around the White House, that whole section would have been the state and the White House would have been just sitting, a sitting duck right there. And so... I uh, that's not going to pass, but this is the kind of crap that they're trying to pull. And then, right. and then of course, you know, with the um, just now we're hearing a lot of cities and are canceling the 4th of July because we should not be celebrating our independence day. Only protesters are allowed and writers. Mm. It's insane.
1: It is. Insane. And then,
2: And then they're jacking up the numbers on the – so we all saw this coming. I mean, like, it was on maybe day three of when the riots and protests started over George Floyd. I said, oh, I can already see where this is going. You know, they're going to get the masses out there, and then they're going to cry that there's a spike. But then the irony in that is CNN comes out with a report saying (laughs) – Assuring everyone that research has been done, and by no means have the protests contributed to the spike in, in COVID cases.
1: No, because because now COVID has political views. It no. only attacks. <laughs> it only attacks conservatives in conservative states, so that we can't go to our rallies or celebrate yeah. the Fourth of July. No, no, or go to church. It's <laughs> insane. It's, it's so sucks. insane.
0: It's such nonsense. And the way the left buy into it, it's like, oh, are you serious? You're you're falling for this. Are you kidding me? Have you not seen videos of you guys like shoulder to shoulder or in the gay pride parade where you're dancing on each other? That's not going to affect COVID, is it?
2: And people not wearing masks. And, you know, I mean, we already knew the numbers would go up anyways. But we've got so we've got faulty tests to begin with. Then we've got contact tracers that if, you know, if, if you were to get it, they're calling 20, 30, 40 people that have been in contact with you. And whether those people tested positive or not, they're marking them down as COVID. Then we have the uh, antibodies, the whole issue over the antibodies um, testing where they're... So if they do the antibodies test and you test positive... That which means you had already had it, they're rolling that in with numbers as though these are new cases. And then, on top of that, they even say on the CDC site, it says a positive test result shows you might have antibodies from an infection with the virus that causes COVID 19. However, there is a chance a positive result means that you have antibodies from an infection with a virus from the same family of viruses called coronaviruses, such as the one that causes the common cold.
1: Right. So you could have had COVID, or mm-hmm. you could have just had a cold, everybody.
2: But <laughs> <Well>, we're <laughs> going to throw those numbers in there. So between the antibody tests doubling up, the contact tracers fudging in numbers, and, you know, the common cold, um, it, it's, it's really we see their game and they're trying to push for more lockdowns. And now let's close the bars again and let's mandate masks. And it's it. People need to be going to court right now. I'm telling you right now. And you need to call the number, the hotline number that AG bar set up to report violations of civil rights by governors, which is 866-720-5721, And then you press one. People need to get on that. Um, we've got a case right now in New York. So get this crap, New York COVID compliance authority issues subpoenas requiring forced depositions with contact tracers, because what's happening is people are getting wise to this. Nobody wants to talk to the contact tracers. Nobody wants to be pulled into their racket where they're told they have to stay home and they have to quarantine and we might remove your children and separate you. No one wants to play those games anymore and have all their freedoms and, you know, constitutional rights stripped away before their eyes. So everyone's avoiding them. So coincidentally, this is in Rockland County. Now you guys know that from the measles, what was it, a year or two ago, to more recently with de Blasio, there's been a lot of push against the Jewish community out there. Very unfairly. Rockland County... Has um, The county has the largest Jewish population per capita of any U.S. county. So in this county is where this happened. And don't quote me. It's either like – I want to say it's eight subpoenas on um, – right now they are have issued like eight subpoenas on people. So right now it's relatively small. But this is like how they do this. They roll this out as a little test pilot – And then they see how far they can push it. Next thing you know, it becomes statewide. Next thing you know, other states are jumping on board. And they're saying failure to comply will cost $2,000 a day. Now, what I want to know is where are the attorneys? Where are the law firms that should be jumping on these cases, freaking pro bono, and setting precedents for them coming down on people's constitutional rights? They have no Legal authority to do this?
1: No, none. It's crazy. And when you want to add on to that, that not only are they uh, jacking up the numbers in um, shading ways um, in order to justify, you know, their their mandates and their mail-in ballots and the 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 masks and everything, they're also in California transporting um, COVID positive patients from Mexico, and uh, importing it, basically, and uh, we have, you know, Reports that this this COVID is a new strain because obviously you know um, it's it's it mutates. It's like like the flu. Like you have every we're gonna have this every season, guys. I mean, um, it, it's going to be like the flu where it it mutates and you have to predict where it's going and what kind of mutations it's going to make. So there's this new mutation of COVID coming from Mexico, and uh, Newsom's, you know. Quietly sneaking them, you know, across the border, flying them. We have a nurse who's test not testified. She's she's interviewed, um, and and given testimony about this about treating patients from Mexico. Uh, she's a California nurse, and um, you know, so they're they're purposely trying to jack up the numbers in every way they can. They knew they needed a new resurgence and COVID uh, patients so that they could keep this going through november uh, cuz right. it was dying off you know it's the summer time guys you know how how often do you have a flu in the summer so um it's so infuriating
2: it is so, i'm so done with the lies and these people manipulating people i can and, and the one thing they never tell you is you know but it, it was like late may i had done the math it was 0.05% we're talking a half a percent were death which is completely escalated in the first place because it's comorbidities and they really died from other causes. So, you know, with, with the bulk of those being in nursing homes, no thanks to people like Como. So over in California, here's a great one. Gavin Newsom tweets out wearing a mask is a sign of toughness of resolve, a sign of someone who gives a damn, who wants to solve a problem, who takes responsibility I think that's a beautiful thing. Then he proceeds to post pictures of people wearing masks saying, isn't this beautiful? Yada, 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 complete mind control, brainwashing, gaslighting, manipulation, bullshit. Meanwhile,
1: he's it. the one causing the spike by importing them purposely, intentionally. No. Huh. That's disgusting. It's evil. I. I it's, Mmm, I can't there's mm. not even words to describe <laughs> it. I'm so frustrated with this. Listen, listen, back in April Barr
2: said that the Justice Department would support legal action against states that continue to impose restrictions that attempt to suspend the constitution. People need to be fighting this everywhere. It's uh it's really mmm it irks me. It really really irks me. I It's almost more frustrating to see the people either buying into it and believing it or just following along out of fear. Um,
0: They've been conditioned to accept so much fear in every way, shape, or form. I mean, every post is about Trump and his, air quotes, negligence or his evilness or his fascists or everything else. If it's not about him, it's about race. And if it's not about them, it's about COVID. It's just it's just a twenty four hour cycle of fear. If people people would just look into your veins,
2: right? If people would just look at the data and use logic and common sense, like in twenty eighteen, there were eighty thousand flu deaths. It was like the largest in four decades. Did we close down the economy? Hell no. We're sitting at what roughly one hundred and thirty thousand deaths that have mostly been manipulated. And if you knocked it down to reality, it's probably about five thousand deaths, if that. So, even if we go with the 130, it's a half a percent, It's which is actually lower than half a percent death rate now, because as more people test positive, which, by the way, many doctors are saying that the symptoms are much less than they were before. There are fewer symptoms, and they heal much quicker, because it's summertime. So, and it's been around, and as it mutates, it actually gets weaker, not stronger. So, If people would just look at this, we're talking the flu death rate is 1%. This is less than a half a percent. These are games. This is manipulation. This is control. This is torture. In fact, Amazing Polly just did um, a great video. I've only had a chance to watch the first half of it, but she's saying, you know, is this torture? And it is. It is psychological torture. This is a game right now for them to push their agenda that goes well beyond just taking over the government and getting Trump out. And it's the whole 2030 one world governance, which the UN has been tweeting about more recently. And I include some of that in my report as well. And it's just people need to start organizing. The, the left is so organized, because they've set up and or infiltrated every possible institution out there. They've raised armies of, you know, I say this is the generation of armies. Like, we were the generation, well, I know I'm older than you guys, but mostly we were the generation of the uh, keep them busy, keep them, keep them dumbed down, keep them um, unhealthy, And this is the generation of complete indoctrination to raise armies for all their agendas. And it's sad because you'll talk with college students and you'll hear them repeat the phrases, the terms and the phrases. And they'll use that in their arguments with you um, that they've been conditioned to believe. So they're, they're trying to turn them against this goes even far beyond the breaking of family units, which they've been pushing for, for decades and decades. um, This is, this is like whole nother level. So I know there's, there's a lot of woke college students out there, but this, that's a big target of theirs.
1: Yeah, I was watching this old 1985 um, interview with a former KGB intelligence officer who had defected to the United States, and he was giving the the playbook. Um, the Russians' playbook on overthrowing the American government. And it was really down to a science. And it was a four-stage process. He said the first part of the process was like a 15 to 20-year process of indoctrinating the youth and getting them to believe in this Marxist agenda. And by 1985, he was saying that this was all fully completed. So where are we at in 2020? I mean, it it just goes to show you, but basically the way he was explaining it is that once this this process of the indoctrination is complete, you can introduce facts, hard-cold evidence to these youth, and they will not accept it. They will not accept it, even even facts um because it goes against their the, their perception that they have been raised to believe and then oh. the next the next step is destabilization and that is affecting the economy affecting relationships with other countries hey do you see that happening right now with covid <laughs> and with right. china and uh, you know all these these things that are playing out and then the third stage is crisis and he's like that only takes about 6 weeks to put a, a country into crisis oh, yeah. Yeah. And so you see this happening right now, playing out this playbook that is decades old that they have been trying to, to fulfill. And it's, it's happening right before our eyes.
2: Yeah. And it, and it just becomes more and more frustrating. I know who you're talking about. I can never remember his exact name. I included it, him in a report I did a couple of years ago.
1: His name is Yuri Bez, Bezmenov. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I said it better than I could.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I do yeah. want to say that I have seen some people fighting back. I've seen some um, oh, yeah. some counter protests to the BLM protests in Canada and in um, I can't remember what was the city recently. Um, but yeah, I've seen a lot of counter protests that are like pro. Pleased, uh, pro two a, pro America, uh, pro Trump, and then also fighting back at the ballot box and with our pockets. Um, you know, Brad Parsell had posted something on Twitter um, this week about how huge the fundraising for Trump is in June—a record of 131 million, eclipsing any single month in 2016. Um, a record of 20- raised almost a billion now, right? Yes, he's at $947 million total raised as of this week. And we've been breaking records on that. So people, he said, are voting with their wallets currently. So that tells you the momentum. Not only that, but we've had some key wins. We had uh, Burgess Owens wins the Republican nomination for U.S. House in Utah, 4th Congressional District. And then we had another um you know MAGA, patriot um, win and Colorado beating out Scott Tipton uh, for the in the GOP primary. So and he we, served
2: five terms, right? So that was that was a pretty big win for her,
1: right? So we're seeing this this movement. It's a it's a counter to all of the uh, the extreme liberal uh, movements. We're seeing people really starting to to come out in counter-protests. We're seeing people starting to uh, donate to the Trump campaign and voting in the primaries. All good signs, I believe. Also, I want to mention this, and I don't know where people stand. I know where I stand on this. But uh, Speaker and I actually did a podcast on this last week, uh, which is on the Second Amendment but uh, you can really see where people's heads are at when we are ha- breaking numbers in the, the, the purchases of guns uh, for June. Um, and the FBI background checks have exceeded records for, you know, tw- the past 20 years, uh, you know, in oh, yeah. one month.
0: Well, this, looking- this, this always happens when, they're, when the left starts going crazy when they start pushing the envelope with anything, whether it's a school shooting, gun gun sales go up. Why? Because the left march on your lot on your rights. It always happens.
2: Yeah, so I was looking online the other day at some local shops by me on a specific gun I wanted to go get, and they're all freaking sold out. My <laughs> like, gosh, darn it! Mm. Yeah, so there, it's no joke. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, 50
0: minutes in, girls, we're smashing this at. What's
2: going on? <laughs> so there's actually, you know, look, it's it's been hard. It has been hard, and these people are going to keep fighting, but we're starting to see people fighting back. I think we really need to get some organized um, protests going, some people out there making some more noise in the streets instead of staying in their homes. 100%. Uh, I'm not suggesting go get in brawls and be violent, Um you know, de-escalation is always important.
0: I'm <laughs> suggesting support- do whatever you have to do to protect your country. Yeah, but
2: <laughs> support the police. You know, I mean, yes, we are well aware that there are some criminal police, corrupt police out there, just like in every freaking institution. Um, but there's a lot of good ones and I want like to believe there are more good ones. And they right now talk about being demoralized. I mean, they've been doing this to the, to everyone in the country, trying to demoralize everyone, but the police have been taking a beating and, um, people need to support them. People need to stand up for their rights and we need to, you know, I want to know where they're. Okay. So, They've raised almost a billion towards Trump. Why can't these same people raise money? Why can't we get some of these wealthier Republicans to create a couple of, you know, nationwide news outlets that actually report the truth? I'm not saying one-sided Republican. Just freaking report the truth, you know? Um, Why can't we get funding for that? Where are, you know, every time something happens on the left uh you got these law firms that come in to save the day and fight for them well where is that on the right where is that for our constitutional rights
1: well you know we have a few really good ones out there obviously judicial watch is uh is a major one and uh yeah supporting them is incredibly helpful at this time because they are definitely seeking truth. They are seeking justice. Um, they are a watchdog um, for these these criminal activities that, you know, always tend to happen on the left. Um, and then um, we do have some good um, news outlets, too few and far between, of course. We need more, but like OANN or, you know, eh. Fox used to be, but not really, not really anymore.
2: Tucker's been hitting it pretty hard lately, though. He's been putting out Tucker. Some
1: good stuff. Yeah. Tucker has been blowing records. People. Yeah. He has been blowing records. If you want to look at where the, the American people's heads are at, look at Tucker Carlson's ratings lately. They're off the charts.
2: Not only that, so last night or early, the who knows, in the middle of the night. This is why I'm so brain scrambled today. I have so much through, rolling through my mind. So if you go into CNN, they have almost online CNN news. They have almost 49 million followers. You look at their tweets. And we're talking, most of their tweets get likes of just a couple hundred, maybe a hundred retweets. It's really freaking weak, except for just an occasional few. And then you look at NBC, CBS, you look at the other ones, same thing. You go in and you look at um, Chris Como's or Lemonhead's, and their numbers are pretty low too. Go on and look at Tucker's numbers. Unbelievable on his likes and retweets. It, it, it's very telling, you know, and same thing with, like, if you go in and you tweet a comment on Trump. The other day I was getting hammered by bots. I had 50, 60s probably 70 by the end of 24-hour period bots coming at me. And only two were legitimate people on the left trying to, you know, hammer me for my comment. So they've got a combination of paid trolls that they're paying to hit these, tweets to create perception you know the perception the narrative they want and then some of them are are definitely bots as well
1: oh definitely i've been getting a lot a lot of bots and and just people on the left it's hard to tell um you can usually tell by the number of say followers they have and so forth if they are legit uh gripes or if they're um you know if they're just bots but um it seems to be like they're just coming out of the woodwork right now and it's all organized
2: oh yeah which is telling you know it's it may be tiring but it's telling
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: it is so so everyone should try to you know be happy about some of these things that have happened this past week we're starting to see some law and order here um with Maxwell, that's that's fantastic. I can't wait to see where this goes.
1: Yeah, it looks like we've got justice on the horizon. We have patriots rising up, uh, voting with their pockets, voting in the primaries, coming out and representing and being um, a, a counter to the BLM protests, and uh, just... They're they're sick of it. They're ready to uh, to start standing up for themselves, and it's a good a good thing to see. And it's a good thing to see justice happening um, for these people who are, you know, taking down statues, uh, brandishing guns uh, and firing guns at protests, and uh, a lot of lot of justice. And then definitely the Ghislaine Maxwell story. I cannot wait to see uh where this goes to. So, a lot of good yep. things on the horizon. Don't get discouraged by the controlled opposition um and the low numbers. We know we're all being suppressed right now. So, um it just it is what it is. It's part of the battle. It's part of the war that we're in.
2: Right. Yep.
1: All right. All right. Well, Finish it off. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us here on Dig It with a speaker. Myself, The Sharp Edge, and Corey Lynn of Corey's Digs. Please be sure to share this podcast. We are on Google Play, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and, of course, YouTube. We'll see you back next time right here on Dig Dig (laughs) It